In this podcast, I'm going to talk about wealth, the real wealth, what's worth more than the trillion dollar industries out there, and it's right beneath our feet. I'll see you in the episode. So the big question is this, how do we live in more sustainable and regenerative ways? How can we tap into the ancient secrets of living in harmony with the sacred nature of life? How do we embody the interconnected web of life that thrives in abundance within each of us? That is the question, and this podcast will explore the answers. My name is Craig Hubbard, and welcome to Shambhala Living. Hi everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. So for this episode, I want to talk about wealth versus health, and what is the real wealth of the world? I see so many of us, including myself, um, years ago when I was in Sydney chasing wealth, and I see it still today with, with everything that's going on, Is it's still this underlying desire to have wealth. And I just wanted to question that, like tap into that and inquire, what is that? Where is it coming from? And what is the wealth that if we really dig into that question? So firstly, I think that this topic of wealth and this desire for more is, is a part of a natural phenomena to expand. We are human beings and we want to expand. We're part of the universe. We're part of nature and nature is constantly growing and constantly expanding. And if it's true that we are light in that we are from the sunlight that moves through the the earth, through the plants, through the animals, as humans, as animals, mammals, then we're expressions of light, then we're in this constant um, need and desire to expand and shine bright. So wealth this way, or this, it's held up as the trophy of, well, this is how you expand, you increase your net wealth, you increase your popularity, you increase your things that you have in your your home and in your driveway and and on your asset and balance sheet and I, and I think to an extent this is important but I think that it underlie undermines what real wealth is and I believe that real wealth is health and and I think that probably if you're listening to this you you probably agree or you it's something you've probably considered as well and or it's or maybe that it's it is like no duh craig it's like that's not very obvious i mean that's very obvious to most of us but i think to so many of us it's not very obvious is it's like health's over there and wealth is is over there and and when we think of wealth we often think of currency and then when we when the currency fails then we move to gold or 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 maybe cryptocurrencies and but this is still in the realm of currency. So remembering that currency is just this medium of exchange. And it makes sense that, yes, if you've got more of the medium of exchange, then you get to do more things. Therefore, there's this illusion of you're expanding, you're connected to your deeper self more, possibly because of this feeling of expansion. But when we've ever heard of very wealthy people sharing their stories often the when they're most passionate is 
when they were talking about before they got wealthy, when they were striving for their wealth, yes, but when they were when they are now super super wealthy, then it's like there's a there's something come. Um, in fact, I won't I won't even go in there because what I, I don't want this to be this rant to be that it's bad to be wealthy because so I think it's not about that. So I don't want to go down that track. The, what the track I want to go down is to redefine wealth as health and in its fundamental element. Now I, I get that we need the money, we need the currencies, we need any of the things that back up the currencies. But if you if you really think of it, then after all of that's taken away, the one thing that sits is health. And that health is through ourselves as a human being as a as a body as a person as a health as a family health as a community health as a species and then health as a symbiotic connection to this earth and that's the greatest health because how can we have any form of wealth if our fundamental umbilical cord is damaged or severed so how do we reconnect ourselves to our greatest source of health which is the earth itself and nature and within all of those realms then the plants the soil the elements the five elements so again this is not to to say stop striving for wealth but we have to have a look at the world and just kind of have a wake-up call and say like what? Where are we going? And what? Why are we striving so hard for this thing that actually means nothing if we don't bring the whole bucket of health with us or the whole realm of health with us? If we only just take one part of health and wealth, the currency part, and we leave behind the 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 health, the connection, the soil the diversity, the flowing of, of energy through nature, the kindness between our species and the plant world and the, the animal world. If we leave all that behind in pursuit of this arrowhead of what we claim as the arrowhead, at least of health slash wealth, then we, we have, then therefore that form of wealth is worthless. It doesn't matter how many trillions of dollars you have you cannot buy back your health not not when you've gone too far you can maybe delay it you can you can't buy it back money you can't eat it and this concept of of gold and, and cryptocurrency these are all forms of trading and i understand that if we get on the right side of these different trading me mechanisms then we can have an abundance of it over someone else so therefore we are considered more wealthy than the other person but all in all if we don't have health then it's worth nothing if we can't smile and be happy then what's it all worth if we can't be peaceful if we can't be loving if we can't laugh then what is it all for what's the wealth for so in this state of the world at the moment where there's on one hand this eliteness of top 
wealthy people. Uh, I mean, you know, the ultra, ultra rich that are beyond the banks and that, that are setting certain way, uh, ways in place in terms of the World Bank and then what that sets for the reserve and then what that sets for our whole economic ecosystem that then we get to live upon and live within. Then we've got down the line all the forms of wealth at different levels and and we're all unconsciously, seems like, unconsciously wanting just a little bit more, just a little bit more, just a little bit more. And I think that part of that is natural, is that feeling of expansion, just a little bit more expansion, just a little bit, just shine a little brighter. And then another part of that is is a sickness in that we're just chasing our tail, literally just going around in a circle without connecting it back. And I think that it's okay to have the desire to expand and have comfort and have wealth as long as we tie that all the way back to the foundations and the fundamentals. So on the topic of wealth, there was a book that I I read or kind of read through because it's a very big book called Security Analysis. It's an old book, Benjamin Graham, and it's like a foundational book for investors. And I remember that there was a time, and, and there still is a time, I feel like in the area of business, my passion is in the form of investing, but more from from this book, it was talking about the fundamentals of investing. So not just looking at something from what it looks like on the the books or on the top end, it was really saying, what is the foundation that's holding this up? What is the organization? What is, who are the people? What is the vision? What is, where, what is the whole story of this business? And they, that is the fundamentals that really give the picture of, is this company healthy and thriving? Now, I think from doing that and looking at that from those days, and then when the 2008 crash happened, it gave me this opportunity to look back and go, oh, so if we're chasing this thing called money, that's so elusive. It's it's so elusive. And we can see in 2008, just looking at some history books, that was just a figment of imagination. It just, it what it what was trillion dollar industries and banking through such fabrications of that were not connected to the fundamentals, it just collapsed like a house of cards. Industry and massive banks going going under. But then on the flip side, then there's the the World Bank or the governments pouring money, which is is just literally making it up, imagining it and printing it into currency to get us out of trouble. And kind of really made me realize that and, and when I've read books about wealth of that gold was always the underlying, but I think that the the underlyings of the golds and silvers is still missing the point. It, it's still saying that we're, we're connecting it only to certain precious me- metals, but we still haven't taken this concept of wealth all the way down and grounded it down into the earth. And if we ask the question of, are we wealthy when it's just 
me and you sitting together with no one around, no regard for anyone else, then we may consider ourselves wealthy depending on our bank balance or our what car we drive or, or what job we have. But then if we start to consider the greater picture, so the, the community around us, the family that we have, the other species that are living on this earth, and then our connection with the earth itself. And if we imagine that as a council and each of the species have a seat and the earth itself has a seat and the species within the soil, they have a seat. So it's, it's a large imaginary council. And if we sit with that council and we say, are we healthy? Well, if we, one seat is represented by the human species, then I think that there would be, I would have to say that no, we're not healthy, not when one species out of millions of different species, are only one of them is, is being very dominant. And so when we take our human species hat off and say, Yes, humans look, if we look from the outside, they look abundant. They look, you know, they've, they've got cities and they've got all this um, amazing information technology and the internet and, and all the different ways that we, that we use the resources that are at our disposal. Things that we, we have created is, is quite phenomenal and it could be easy to say, oh, we're wealthy. But look, at, look around us and we're still continuing to strive with disregard for the, the planet itself, but also just our own personal health. So I want to bring this rant back to something practical, and I don't want it just to be a, a rant. It's an observation from a, a deeper stance, and it's rooted in the, the concept of deep ecology that we've talked about before. But it, it's really saying, well, how do we... Because ecology wants to be wealthy, it's, it wants to have a, a resource pool that it can uh, connect with, but its questioning is making sure that all of the species that utilize that resource pool are also have access to it, have, and then we can call abundance. But if we call abundance just from one species, then it's not abundance, it's just imbalanced. So when we talk about abundance and wealth, then we have to be we have to just have a check that comes with it, a checkpoint to say, make sure that abundance mindset, which is you know a positive attribute, thinking high thoughts and having abundance mindset and being wealthy, these are all things that we would consider as high attributes. But and I think they can be if they're rooted down into the earth and they come with the larger question of, well, we call ourselves abundant when we are, uh, we see all of the earth systems around us also thriving and abundant. We see the species, the, the, the different species. We hear the birds singing. We see butterflies and bees and we see flowers and we, we see more than just the 10 crops that most of humanity is eating. We see hundreds if not thousands of crops and we see forests being planted rather than being destroyed each day then we can consider ourselves abundant and and wealthy truly wealthy as as a interconnected species so if we really take the 
the rosy colored glasses off and go okay well we're not and we've gone so far off the off to the one limb that we've toppled over and then we're going to start seeing symptoms of that unhealthy this supposed wealthy but not really so therefore unhealthy society and um, we can bring that back into connection by firstly observing and under and realizing that that's happening but then when we see that we've gone so far off this this limb then how can we what actions can we take to come back to a a healthy system and i think that there's there's definitely ways that we can do that we can do that together we can do that and this is where i come back to true wealth is having healthy body and to have a healthy body we doesn't we don't have to uh, look too far we need to have clean water we need to breathe deep clean air but not not just have access to the air but we have to actually breathe it in take deep breaths drink plenty of water not just have access to it to actually drink it stand up straight and align our body this amazing miraculous organism align it get the spine aligned stand up tall and then feel grounded through the earth feed our our cells with fresh fruit and vegetables and and a diverse range of of foods good fats and get the minerals that we need from regenerative sources then we have the rights to call ourselves wealthy so when we're on this pursuit of wealth even in this time of covid and we've seen that the trees toppled and we see these symptoms coming in like covids and and there'll be more i believe symptoms because when you have an unhealthy system then you're going to have multiple symptoms popping up in order to try and bring it back so the weeds it will come back and take over a field that's been plowed up where the soil is exposed those weeds are doing a job they and they are looking after and protecting that soil and then they're going to start converting the sunlight to nutrient to feed the soil life so they're doing really good things and they're written, I'm not saying covid is is doing good or bad things because that's a political debate that but I think that there's going to be symptoms come up in different forms that it's easy to take our focus of just that one thing but I think we have to stand back and go okay how do we get out of this well we have to resurrect our health we have to resurrect the things that connect us back to the source of our health and that's not just the the myriad of things that that are bouted as as health and uh, wellness tips because there's a lot of people that want to be healthy there's so many people that want to want to you know they they're not but they're not doing they just want so how can you do and see the real true health and, and i think it's really simple is choose foods eat foods and consume foods that align with your system that are healthy foods came from a healthy source of food then look after 
the the soil where those foods came from it's actually really simple to bring ourselves back into a state of balance but it's it's going to take work but we have to first recognize that true wealth is health and that that health is not just your health it's the health in your gut it's the health in the food you eat and it's the health in the soil where that foods come from so it's effectively coming back to the soil and our understanding of the soil life recognizing that this earth and us are part of a super organism and that when we tend to that earth and tend to that organism then it will tend to us it will look after us so so i challenge you to to convert the the idea of wealth into the idea of health and put health either into wealth or make health the highest priority health in not just yeah the pharmaceutical kind of health because we spend trillions of dollars on health but really it's the sickness industry so coming back to the to the roots coming back to foundations and coming back to the fundamentals of of real health that is what real wealth is and when we have a healthy ecosystem we will find that a lot of our symptoms will disappear so i think that we first and foremost coming back to how do we do that well we can do it in a garden we can bring our state of health back by simply having healthy living soil growing some food getting a little bit of that micro biome from the soil through our food and through the connecting with the soil and with our hands and our feet bringing that into our gut into our digestive tract and bringing health back to the diverse population of microorganisms that are so essential for our health as humans in our human biota our microbiome that is connected connects us to the earth so through the food through the elements and through the earth and the soil is how we can generate true wealth for our species our community and this whole planet so that's the rant for today is let's strive for true wealth through health and connection with this earth so thank you for listening and i'll see you in the next episode lots of love and bye for now Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Shambhala Living Podcast. If you enjoyed it, then I'd love it if you would share it with some friends and subscribe to this channel and turn on notifications so you can find out when the next podcast comes out. You can find us at Instagram at Shambhala Farm and also check out our upcoming 12-week food growing course. You can find out more details on our newsletter list or on Instagram. I'll see you on the next episode.